Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes and I'm your host. I'm here with Laura Kesson, a stylist and salon owner of two salons in Massachusetts. Laura, will you introduce yourself for us? Hi, everyone. My name is Laura and I got invited by Robert to be on this podcast. I'm very excited to be here. And I started in this industry years ago. We'll get into that probably in a little bit, but I started in this industry and I am now um, still a hairstylist working four days a week behind the chair. And I now have two salons in Arlington, Mass and Cambridge. Nice. Awesome. And uh, for people who don't know Massachusetts, how far away are those salons from each other? They're 10 minutes. 10 minutes drive. I'm assuming. Yeah. 10 minute drive. They're super close. Yep. Awesome. And, um, do you, I was on your website and it looked like, um, you're mentioned as founder and then co-founder. Are you yeah. like a sole, tell us a little about, about, about this that. is, so this is really, I, I love this story about the second salon. So I started the first salon called Ivy Hairloft. It's an independent stylist salon. And um, the chairs were filled and I was starting, I was thinking about how I wanted to expand into a second space. And uh, that was about year two, actually, two, year two of being open. I was thinking about expanding and how I was going to do it and what that looked like and what that felt like for me. And at the same time, one of my coworkers, her name is Megan she mentioned that she also wanted to open up a salon and Megan was someone who I was, I gravitated towards. I could see leadership qualities about her. She helped me so much. She was just a wonderful person. And so I was actually kind of thinking prior to her asking me about having Megan be a leader in the second salon. So when she said that she wanted to open up her own salon, I was like, wait a second, let's, I, you know, the wheel started turning and I was like, do you want to do it together? And, um, and she said, yes. And so we started kind of think, we started thinking about it back in right before the pandemic hit in, um, late 2019. And we started doing all the back end stuff and we found a, a place. And so that is how I am co-founder. I don't know okay. why I use quotes, but I'm co-founder of the second salon because I partnered with um, a current coworker and now she is the everyday day-to-day leader in the second, in the second studio. Nice. That's awesome. So, yeah. uh, so you had this, uh, the first salon, what you had, a, you said two years before you wanted to open up another one. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, why don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got to that point, you know, starting with, um, you know, rising stylist and like, tell us a little bit like a, your journey uh, to get, to get to that point. Yeah. So my, my journey started in when I left college, I was a sophomore in college and I'd always liked the idea of doing hair. And, um, my mom encouraged me to actually leave college and go to hair school because I wasn't like super passionate about anything at college. So I did. And I loved hair school and loved the industry. And I was so excited to get out of hair school and then start, start working. And I got a job as an assistant at an awesome salon in Boston. And um, they had a great 
unbelievable training program. And it gave me really good real life experience um, because I, I felt like I learned a lot more in a salon training than at school. And, um, and so I trained for a year and a half and then I went on the floor and I was at this salon for a total of five years. I was working for somebody else. Um, they offered really great education and I had some really awesome experiences of doing hair for magazines. I've done Pamela Anderson's hair nice. <laughs> before. So <laughs> I, I mean, nothing crazy. I just blew her out, but, um, so like just stuff like that, like really, I gained really, really good experience. Um, and then I was super busy in the salon and I kind of got to thinking like what my next step was, right? Like I was thinking about all the money that I was bringing in and feeling a little, like I wanted more control over my schedule and my my income and all that stuff. And, um, and I started looking at chair renting and what that looked like and what that meant. And I found a salon in Brookline, uh, about 15, 20 minutes outside of Boston where I was working. And I, so after five full years of being commissioned, I went off and did, uh, and rented a chair at a salon. And I was, definitely a little nervous about clients that would follow and whatnot, because a big part of chair renting is you need a bit of a clientele, especially depending on, um, the systems at your independent salon. Um, so went to chair renting in Brookline and loved it. I absolutely loved it. it was such a good decision for me. I, decided after five years of being a chair renter that I wanted to provide other independent stylists with, um, a slightly, if I could, a slightly less scary transition from going from commission to independent. And so that is why I started my first salon. Okay. That's interesting. Um, so how, how many, how much time total was it that you we were in the learning and training process before you got on the floor? A year and a half. A year and a half. And yeah. then you were at a salon. Was this like a commission-based salon? Commission, yep. Commission-based oh. salon, like, you know, like your standard commission-based salon um, okay. that had education in place. And I was assisting, folding towels, sweeping doing models on the side, doing blow dries, all that stuff. So I was at that salon for a total of five years. Okay. So three and a half years on the floor Okay. after assisting for a year and a half. Okay. So you built up, a, you built, you got your training, you got on the floor, you built yes. up your book and then you moved over to chair rental, went out independent and you were the independent for five years before yes. you decided to open up the next one. You're opening up your spot. Yeah. So like a total, I was in a salon. I was as a, I was a stylist for 10 years total before opening my own, my own salon. Nice. Good for you. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, okay. Well, I think, um, why don't we move into, you know, you started telling us a little bit about your salon, uh, and wanting to provide, uh, something, something less scary. Um, I think that's a, that's interesting. I'm really curious what you mean by that. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So what I found for me 
And now having onboarded, uh, we've probably onboarded 10 stylists in total. Um, you know, one of the biggest concerns is, am I going to make enough money to rent a chair? Am I going to have enough clients? Am like, am I going to actually be able to do this, to manage my schedule, to know what to order, all that stuff. So starting with, I, I have to, I, I have to bring it back to the, the salon that I first chair rented at and they were sure. wonderful. I loved my coworkers, but they did not provide a foundation for me um, to, there, there were no systems in place for me to gain new clients or, or anything. And, and that's not necessarily the responsibility of a salon owner in that of an independent stylist salon. Right. But I wanted to put to lay a foundation where I could help my stylist gain new clients, whether that just be through Instagram marketing, because that's been huge. That's been a massively massive driving force in in our industry and my business. Um, And then giving them as much of my own experience and knowledge about marketing yourself, and pricing your services um, to make it as successful for them as possible. At the end of the day, it's up to the independent stylist, but I wanted to share as much knowledge and build a, essentially have a nice Instagram for and website for clients to find them. And I could pass them along to the, to the new stylist. Gotcha. So um, you're, you're, you do as a as a salon. You have a brand that you use and uh, and you and you market, and that drives traffic to your site. And then once they get on your site, they can look at your your stylists. Yes. And so it kind of feels like a salon uh, in yes. a, a sense. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of people don't even. I mean, it says it right on the website and on Instagram that we are an independent stylist salon, but it can be confusing because we look like a regular salon. Everyone's listed on the website. Um, every, when every, anyone reaches out to us on Instagram, I have a list of all the direct contact info for the independent stylist at the salon and they, you know, shoot it off to the client requesting information. So you, you look at the salon, the salon is its own brand. It advertises each of the stylists, their services, you know, we have all these different things for them. Um, and it it helps to keep business flowing that historically a salon owner of an independent style salon may have not thought that that was on them to do. And I can't I don't guarantee that I can get them new clients. But what I do is I, I try to help. I just try to keep the flow of the business going. OK, cool. That's awesome. That sounds cool. Um so I think this is a good place to um, kind of wrap it up and uh, get ready for our next episode. Um, 
So in the meantime, I think next time I want to talk about uh, a little more. I want to dig into to your uh, your business um, for help to help people understand what it's like to be a booth renter and um, what type of things that you as a business owner are doing. You know, one thing that comes to mind I'd like to talk about is uh, or hear about is uh, quality control. You know, if ever, if you're a renter and you're independent and then you have a website, that website could get like reviews on Google. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I, I have some, some questions I want to dig in, but okay. let's wait until the next episode. Okay. Uh, okay. Until then, thank you so much. Uh, thank this you. is awesome. All right. And I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.